0: Was the night before Christmas, and all through this podcast, everyone was stirring, including Ellie. Oh. <laughs> I can't remember how the rest of this thing <laughs> goes, like, but the sto- oh, but the stockings were hung from the chimney with glee in hopes that Saint um Phil Rude would soon give some glee. Man, it's, I've never been
1: called a saint.
0: <laughs> Anyways, everyone, welcome to I guess our Festivus Christmas combo episode because um, you've got me Quarter Main
2: Zinger
3: and me Captain Ellie.
2: Oh, and me Captain Burke, because I was also going with Captain. <laughs> <laughs> And me,
1: Lord Philip, an anonymous British expat who was murdered five minutes into this movie.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right, so we are going to be talking today, I'm sure you've read, but we're going to be talking about LXG, or also known as League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, the movie from 2003. Um... Yeah, so um, I haven't watched this movie. Okay, actually, let's start off with this fun game. When was the last time you saw this movie prior to this watching of it? Um, Probably over 10 years ago. Ellie?
3: Um, I don't know, like last year.
0: When? How? Why? Where was I?
3: Because I think this movie's fun and I'm weird.
0: Okay, you're in the timeout corner. (laughs) Um, Berg, what about you?
2: I saw it at the movies when it was out, and I did not watch it. Uh, I did not get to watch it because I didn't know we were doing this episode until yesterday, and I was like, "I'm not gonna watch it. I'm not gonna waste. <laughs> I'm not gonna waste time watching it." So, uh, so it was it was 17 and a half years ago when I last saw it, and the only time I saw it, thankfully.
0: Okay. Also, I did point this out to to Berg. I am convinced he blocked it from his memory, though. So, oh,
1: I, uh, uh, yeah. If we want to talk about uh blocked memories and and just not remembering things. We can get into that. Uh, yes. Later let's on. do that,
0: please. So so Phil, how long has it been for you? Was this your it, first it, time watching it?
1: No, no. Uh this was like a, a basic cable staple for a long time. This was like a Saturday afternoon movie and FX. I just remember it always <laughs> being on like T N T or FX or something yeah. like that. It's, it's still always on TV yeah it's um but it's it's easily been over ten years since i since i saw this movie and uh and it is i didn't remember this being a great movie but i boy i really forgot this is a bad movie like this <laughs> this is an objectively bad movie uh that i really kind of i had to grip my teeth and and kind of just power through this thing
0: yeah as as always when phil does come on we give him the top selection of um <laughs> of i i want to say last week's steak to choose oh, from oh my god <laughs> um no i mean this is a movie that i've not seen in a long time i i went to this movie again going oh i know it's bad but how bad is it i'm like maybe there's some like little glint of like good in this and It's there, it just immediately gets washed away, in my opinion. Ellie's opinion will differ from all of ours, I think, because I think she is in the minority. Um, I will point this out. I do want to have a quick flashback to the year 2003, because a ton of people are probably going to be like, oh, well, this movie should have made tons of money. It sounds like the Avengers at the turn of the century. And that's what it was. But this was before the MCU. This was was two Batman? Almost three Batmans ago now. If I'm doing my Batman's correctly, oh, wow. yeah. Uh, this was before Christian Bale Batman, so yeah. technically before Ben Affleck. Yeah, I was and...
3: gonna say this was before really superhero movies. Were oh really... no, no, no!
0: It was not before superhero. No, it was no, when we... it was that first instance of them because the have... first wave, yeah, Toby, Toby and Hugh yeah. yeah.
1: Jackman were because uh, it, it was uh, X X Men and and the first couple Spider Man had had come and the Hulk, Angling was... Hulk.
2: Yeah. It was the uh it was the it was the summer between the two Spider Men because well, the first one was two thousand two yeah. and the other one was two thousand four.
3: And and I'll so finish I'll finish between... um, you know, 'cause I'm so used to Justin talking over me all the time. <laughs> Thank you. Um no problem. But uh no what I was gonna say is like, you know, now it's if we don't have, you know, fifty million superhero movies a year, then there's something wrong. I, I was just saying
0: that there's, na- there's a worldwide pandemic. <laughs>
3: Right Too soon (laughs) Other than that But I'm just saying this Yeah this was when there wasn't A whole bunch of choices out there
0: Well Well the summer that this released Had some other Very high contendable movies with it So if I may go over a few of those Bad Boys 2 Um Geely Freaky Friday (laughs) Oh
3: my god Johnny English
0: Do what? jiggly yes jiggly um (laughs) let's see actually ironically uh pirates of the caribbean the curse of the black pearl so the good pirates movie um terminator 3 rise of the machines uh let me see oh and legally blonde Two: red white and blonde so that's what this went up against
3: Wow.
1: I'm so glad I had a baby that year and couldn't and go to the movies. I, you know I, what that was,
2: yeah, that <laughs> was still the worst of all those movies.
0: you know what when when we have to redo the um Festivus episode for Geely, we'll make sure to remember that statement and see if it holds up. but no, I mean this 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 movie came out like back when like comic book movies were a big thing. And ironically, this is an Alan Moore at from an Alan Moore comic, which. If you're familiar with him, he's the one that did V... He also did the V for Vendetta and Watchmen. Which, if I remember correctly, this movie is the reason he stopped wanting them to do adaptations of his movies.
1: <laughs> was, this, was this before uh, V for Vendetta?
0: or I want to say it was because I feel Natalie Portman was a bigger star when oh, that's true. Yeah. V came out. Uh, also... Yes. Um, I think Hugo Weaving was busy being an elf and Smith during this time because I think this was around the time of Matrix Reloaded, too. If I'm remembering correctly, uh, it's, yeah, it's right in yes, because... both of those.
1: Both of those trilogies were going on at this time, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, better right. movies to watch, actually, absolutely. Uh, and and we've discussed one of them on here. Uh, if we ever do the Matrix, C- see, I don't want to say trilogy because I feel like I have to acknowledge the other two if I say trilogy. So, there's there was that. There were some
3: good parts in two.
0: There were okay. There was the I
1: didn't um, say car two chase was
3: great. I'm just saying there were a couple parts in two that were pretty cool. There was the two car chase. Some,
1: two is a bad movie with good scenes. Yeah. Um, right. Yeah. And and three, I I didn't enjoy it all, but it's tough for me to top that first Matrix movie as as just a high watermark in like sci-fi.
0: So so that, that that is the scene we are going into of the. Uh, Fox trying to capitalize on a franchise because yes, after the ending of this, this was supposed to be like a franchise film because of the ending and well, we we all saw what happened with that because we're not talking about the sequels at all and I don't I think this is such like radioactive garbage that it hasn't been touched for 17 years since so all signs point to I think this is the best we're gonna get for the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen but. On that League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, I do want to go over a few of these characters. We have um, Captain Nemo from uh, 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea. So we got... Oh, wait. I am sorry. We're going to stop for a second because I forgot we need to do our top three moments.
3: <laughs> I don't think anybody's going to have three.
0: <laughs> I really <laughs> fought to find three. <laughs> All right. Um, I, I guess I'll do my top three to start us off then. Um. Anything with Jekyll and Hyde talking to each other with mirrors and stuff was really cool. So any of those moments, I really enjoyed.
3: Is that because the graphics were so great?
0: Let's not talk about that. Oh, well, actually, okay. we'll talk about that later. Uh, I like those moments. Uh, basically, Captain Nemo. I, I I love the ones he went with it where the guys. Like comes up to him and holds the gun up, and he's like, you know, pull pull your pull pull your gun out, draw, you know, and he's like, I walk a different path. So I like that. And, of course, just seeing Sean Connery in a movie where I don't think he had any clue what was going on. So, those are my top three moments. (laughs) Ellie, what about you?
3: Um, Well, I really did like the Nautilus, the the ship, and the car. I just thought they were fun and cool looking. Okay. Because that's just me. Um, Sean Connery, I just... I'll watch him in anything because I just love him.
0: Obviously, you watch this movie, so yes. that is a true statement. Yes,
3: yes. And I've watched a lot of his other crap he's been in. Um, I don't know. I just, I just like shitty movies, and this is just—it's just funny to me. And it's the line, the the lines, the writing is so horrible that it's just—it's funny. I don't know. It's I'm weird. I'm sorry. Moving on.
0: All right, Berg. Do you have top three moments?
2: Okay, so so I, I'd like to go back and say, like I said, I saw this. I got a little backstory. So I saw this at the movies when it came out. I did, the only things I remembered, me who remembers what I had for lunch fourteen years ago <laughs> last Thursday, and can tell you, you know, where I got it from, how much it cost. I remembered absolutely, positively nothing about this movie and i vaguely and even <laughs> though i knew we were talking about it i guess because we had brought it up originally because right after sean connery died i was like other than that i was like wait was sean connery actually in that i was like do I, whatever so 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 when we were talking i was like all right you know what i'm gonna do here's the best way to catch up with movies i am gonna watch the cinema sins everything wrong with really oh, gentlemen. Oh. they have not even done the movie Did they're they not even worthy movie no, no, no! They didn't do it. They just didn't do it. They didn't even bother. Like, this isn't worthy of our time. So I was like, okay, cool. You know what? I'll do honest trailers. Honest trailers has not even done this. So I was like, well, what am I gonna do? Well, Nostalgia Critic had done it, and it was actually good because when Nostalgia Critic, for those who don't watch him, when he does like a review of a movie, he usually gives a pretty good in-depth synopsis while also doing some critique and usually some some pretty funny sketches around it. So he, so that's actually a good way to like kind of get a, a summary and catch up on it. And as I'm watching it, because I've done, there are movies I haven't seen in as long, if not longer, that he's done before. And I usually am like, oh, yeah, that jogs my memory. I'm sitting there watching this going, I don't remember a single bit of this. I do not remember any of these characters. I don't remember any. I vaguely remembered Captain Nemo. Um, and that was about all I remembered from it. Uh, so that was bad. And then I got to the end and I was like, I don't, I still don't remember. I don't remember. I remember going to the Stanton Mall theater and sitting there and seeing this movie, but I don't remember actually seeing these images go across the screen. <laughs> that said, I vaguely kind of thought the, the uh, Mr. Hyde scene where he's fighting the guy who took the, the potion. That was kind of cool. That was about the only thing that stood out to me. Everything else I was like, I don't remember this. I can't, I couldn't pick out. Oh, I like that scene. Because they pointed out how many instances there are where people were just standing around not talking to each other. Yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah, we're riveting stuff there. (laughs) I like this scene where Sean Connery and the vampire chick are standing there talking – are not talking to each other. So that's about all I have is their fight, and that's about it.
0: I'll have something on that after Phil gives us his top three best – did I say top three best moments or favorite moments or just – worst moments so i think it can be interchanged right the now.
1: least
2: painful moments that i experienced in the movie yes <laughs> the
0: yeah,
1: yeah uh the the most standout moments i'll say um uh the first i have uh just like ellie i have the nautilus i think the nautilus actually was really cool looking uh the only ex- the only thing i took exception with with the nautilus was uh that it was in the canals of venice i, like, I said the okay, same thing like, <laughs> like it is <laughs> even for the the logic and the reality of this movie it is just patently ridiculous that, that that thing is able to navigate a a canal that narrow um uh the thing that Mr. Hyde fought at the end the CGI uh monster uh because he,
3: <laughs>
1: he chugged the formula like it was a 90s Gatorade commercial <laughs> um, that thing that thing was, uh, that made my list because it was so just outstandingly bad.
3: <laughs> it looked
1: so horrible and so just, this is one of those things that, like, you can't take something from a comic book page and translate it note for note to a screen. It, it looks too ridiculous, and the CGI just wasn't there at the time. No. And, uh, and my last one is the scene at the beginning of the movie where um, uh, the main villain with the mask. I don't remember his name anymore.
0: Oh, I, I got uh, it. The Phantom. The Phantom. Um, also M. Also Professor James Moriarty.
1: Yeah, so let's roll as many literary characters as we can in an attempt to make you think this is a smart movie. Uh, the the um where he shoots the missile through the Zeppelins yeah. in that the blimp hanger. And that stood out to me because... I was sure that was a scene from Sky Captain in the World of Tomorrow, because all of these bad CGI movies, Van Helsing, all these movies came out at roughly the same time, and they were all just unwatchable, terrible
2: movies that were supposed to be fun pulp, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for jogging my memory because I was like, what was that movie? And it was Sky Captain, another one I saw at the movies, and I couldn't even remember the name of it. And so When it happened in this movie, I that. sat up on the couch and
1: I was like, oh my god, that's this movie. I thought
2: <laughs> I was sure it was that.
1: So, Sky movie.
0: so you lived out the meme of, meme of Leonardo DiCaprio from the uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood where he's like got a beer in his hand pointing at the screen going, ooh, ooh. Yep. Kind yeah. of. Yeah. Without the beer, but um, yes, I was I was super
1: stoked uh, just because I was like, "Oh my god, these things—they've done it. They have become the singularity of bad pulp movies uh, from the early aughts, and and they—they've all just become one movie now."
0: So the cast of as as Phil did point out the cast of Larry characters. So when we get to the one that is your favorite, please point it out. And if I don't mention it then point out because maybe your favorite character is somebody in the background. That was that one guy that really stood out to you. Um, we have Sean Connery as Alan Quartermain from the book, um, King Solomon's minds, if I'm remembering correctly. Yeah. King Solomon's Um, minds. Yeah. Which I have never read that. So my origin of this is, Oh, it's Sean. It's some British guy who's going to be doing British stuff and has a big rifle and will shoot it. Cool. Um, Captain Nemo, of course, from uh, Twenty Thousand Leagues Under the Sea. My favorite character in this movie, because just um, every line, every line, just great, just perfect, awesome.
3: He was, yeah, he's very cool.
0: Like, like just the I, so, for for somebody in this movie, I feel like they they were acting in a completely different movie and then got superimposed <laughs> into this one. Um, Mina Harker, of course, from Dracula, which. I have read the Dracula, the Bram Soaker Dracula. She floats around in it. She's Harker's wife, and I guess in this interpretation, she becomes a vampire. Yay? Question mark? Um, Skinner, who is, of course, the Invisible Man. Never read it. So there's that. I don't know if any of you guys have read the Invisible Man. I know that he points out he's, like, the successor to the Invisible Man, so... Cool.
1: Yeah, he's not the Invisible Man. I, re- I read that book when I was in, like, junior high school. Uh, yeah. So I don't remember it. I just, you know, <laughs> it's the story everybody knows. It's the mad scientist who becomes invisible.
0: Uh, Dorian Gray from the... Is it picture or portrait of Dorian Gray? I feel it's portrait. I think it's portrait. You know, I, it's not like I don't have the power of the internet in front of me. Uh, the picture of Dorian Gray... So, um, that is a course about someone who basically is vain and all this other stuff, which I did read that book back in high school, but I have like zero to no memory of it because I was like, I feel cause I wasn't in high school during this time. I was like, Oh cool. I'm going to read the book. This is, this character's based off of mm, no connection.
1: So Do you want to know a better, a better adaptation of that is the far side cartoon of the portrait of Dorian Gray and his dog. And they're both super old and out the window You can see them playing in the yard Like playing fetch uh, as, as young Young dog and young man
0: So so by far side comic you mean the one panel The one panel, yeah Okay, I will take that
1: Yeah, that, is, better, that is a better adaptation Of Dorian Gray than this
0: movie uh, Then we got Dr. Jekyll And Mr. Hyde Who is of course from, I'm pretty sure It's the Doctor, Dr. Doctor Jekyll and Mr. Hyde The book um, Oh yeah, the strange case of Uh of Jekyll Hyde and Do- yes there, there there is a book based that on one. it Um, I I I feel like this was one of those movies back when it came out I watched it on DVD and watched the commentary and I think they pointed out the reason they used practical effects is because of the Ang Lee Hulk movie so we could have the debate later on whether that was good or bad for this because as we pointed out when they did use CG it looked awful um, then we also have Tom Sawyer from the adventures of Tom Sawyer And I will say this It took me several viewings of this movie To catch on that that was actually When they said when they said Agent Sawyer When they referred to him as Sawyer That it was referring to Tom Sawyer As in Huck Finn and whatever fame So there's my Literacy like Stupidity of not realizing That that's who that was Well and, because
1: Tom Sawyer is a young boy And this is a a man that they're trying to say oh it's the same character and it just has no connection to uh, all of these are so just like they are the characters in name only almost
0: isn't tom sawyer like based more around like the 18 like 30s or pre-civil war it's pre-civil war yeah okay so he would have been in his like what seventies? Right, he it, maybe. Would have
1: been, I, I didn't even do that timeline, but yeah, he he would have been, uh, uh, yeah, probably sixty or seventy years old at that point.
0: Yeah, so I mean, I, I guess he would have been Quartermain's age, but whatever. That's ignoring the point. So we've got our heroes out of the way, and of course the the villain of this whole thing is the Phantom slash M slash Professor James Moriarty, and I am. Sad to admit, it took this viewing for me to finally be like, oh, wait, he's that guy from Sherlock Holmes. Like, I didn't even put it together till this viewing because he's such a non-character in this movie of switching different personas and everything that I didn't even register that it was that Moriarty. So shame on me, or did, did this movie not spell it out clearly enough for me? I don't know. Did anyone else, like, catch that the first time, or am I just the only person sitting here going, I'm well, an idiot? I mean,
3: that last name is very... I,
0: I just didn't put it together. Because they, like, say his name, I think, like, twice. I'll say the
1: the last name is more... It's more of a known thing now than it was when this movie came out. There's been, like half a dozen Sherlock Holmes adaptations in the last 17 years. I mean, there's Sherlock, there's a Robert Downey Jr. Sherlock Holmes. I mean, people not knowing who Moriarty was in 2003 is understandable if you didn't read Sherlock Holmes books.
0: Which I had not. So, there for my... I I chose to read The Picture of Dorian Gray instead. And we saw how that turned out. We... We saw how that turned out, so... Ugh. um, But yeah, so that's your cast of literary characters that all join up to, to fight... I, I, Okay, I don't want to get into how dumb his plan is, but it's really dumb. <laughs> it's really dumb. So Moriarty's... I, I, you know what, if we ever get to the story or anything else, I, I, I would be glad to, but... The, the His plan is the dumbest thing in the world. It's, let me gather up the only possible people who could defeat me, have them join forces, give them a common goal of defeating me, and then basically have them defeat me. Like, I, I mean, I, I've i read some of um, Sherlock's stuff. I'm not up to where Moriarty's like more involved and I've seen some stuff with him. But does he always just shoot himself in the foot with every plan he comes up with of like, oh, I'm going to get get Sherlock this time, I'm going to leave breadcrumbs on where I'm going, but he'll never figure that out, or just like, oh, I'm just going to... I don't oh know. I feel the plan's awful in, in this awfully written movie. Ellie, your your silence is damning, because you should be defending this movie right now.
3: I, I don't ever need to defend what I like. Thank you.
0: Mm, interesting.
3: I, I, I don't think you remember the movie that I've watched Probably way too many times. And it's a horrible movie. See, I I can admit that I like crappy movies. Like that Absolute Zero movie from the Sci-Fi channel. I don't know how many times I've watched that. And it's a horrible movie. But it's just funny to me.
0: Ellie, you're banned from choosing movies for a while. Even though you didn't choose this. I'm still blaming you, you for
3: it. Thank you. I didn't even choose it.
0: <laughs> I, I don't know. Phil, Phil you, got, you got any thoughts? I feel I'm just rambling now about uh-huh. like how confused I am with this movie.
1: I, I, um, I think Moriarty is kind of a cat and mouse character. I don't know if it's to this extent, but yeah, the plot of this movie is almost just inconsequential. This, uh, this movie is just, um, I don't know if there's ever been a dumber script that came from more clever, source material the the alan moore graphic novel i don't know we're talking about things we've read have you guys all read the the source material for this like the alan moore stuff unfortunately no but i've heard it's phenomenally uh, good it's really really good and it's really interesting sort of it's it's a lot darker like the invisible man is is not just some like thief uh
0: british thief.
1: thief It's he's he's like a sex offender, like uh that they basically dirty dozen into uh helping them. And Alan Quartermain, they find him in an opium den all strung out and and it's it's a really clever book and then this just is it's dumbed down so much and they try to make the this lighthearted comedy, but none of the comedy works. And it really is just like If you ever wonder why Alan Moore hates adaptations of his work and why this was the line he drew, like read the source material and then watch this movie like back to back, and you, it's almost like oh they have the same characters and nothing else is the same about this, and that's why he hates it.
0: Also, this was um, Sean Connery's final live action movie. Too. And uh, before we get uh, too far, because we talked about the
1: Matrix earlier. Is there? Do you guys know? Is the is this the movie he did instead of The Matrix?
0: I think yes. Like I think this was, was also offered the movie. Something
1: in The Matrix, and he didn't understand what it was about, and he did
2: this instead. I yeah, heard no, that. Because I they heard they talked that, about that in Nostalgia Critic. He, they said that he because it, because it was around the same time he was offered both the role I, I believe as Morpheus and. Gandalf. Yes, that's what I was going to say. And, and, he was like, and he was like, he didn't want to do those, but yes, let's do this crappy adaptation. Oh of yeah. <laughs> I, As our last, our final live action performance.
0: I Okay, so, of course, if he was in The Matrix, he would have been the, um, is it The Architect? God, it's been so was long since. I've seen...
2: I thought it was Morpheus. Oh, no,
0: wait, really? I've heard both of those no, uh, uh, I mean, at different
1: wrong. times. Because I know there's a lot around The Matrix about like the the list of people who turned down things in the Matrix, it's like Will Smith was supposed yeah. to be mm-hmm. Neo, and they all did like oh, yeah. terrible movies instead, like Wild Wild West, like, which will no- be
0: next year's Festivus. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> Giant spiders like that.
0: Um, uh, no, because I I know he turned down the Gandalf role because he was um, he wasn't familiar with the script and everything, and was just kind of like I don't I don't get any of this, which. I don't know how he then picked up the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen and was like, oh, I get this perfectly. I could not imagine him being Gandalf. Like, I couldn't Mm -hmm. do it. He's too Yeah. He's too prickly of a character, because Gandalf has that like like charm to him to where it's like he's got that like wholesome little twinkle in his eye. And if it's Sean Connery, he has a wholesome little twinkle in his eye. I'm like, oh my gosh, he's about to sleep with somebody because he's James Bond.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> so it doesn't work the same. So that I, and like I said, I'm assuming it was the architect in the Reloaded movie, which I I don't understand. Why didn't they just get whoever was playing Colonel Sanders at the time to do that? Because I, I know that that joke's been done before, so... I'm going to move on from it. The other thing, and Phil, you did point this out, is all the characters just standing there silently staring at each other because I feel like most of this movie was just everyone bringing up everyone's dark past and then just staring at each other after they make some, like, under-the-belt, like, blow to somebody about, like, their past or something, you know, like, Nemo being a pirate. And it's like, how dare you? And and it's like, it's, it's establishing stuff that I guess they're assuming everyone's read every... Like turn of the century novel to know everyone's dark secrets. Uh, I feel like it
1: was it was they didn't feel like you read them. I feel like they were trying to give you cliff notes as as you went. Like even like when uh the one that stood out to me is like Sean Connery gets to London and they go, You made good time and he goes, Not as good as Phineas Fogg and then he you know, <laughs> <laughs> and then he and then he says the name of the book because it's like they don't trust you to know what that is. Phineas oh, Fogg around the world in 80 days. And then they just move on and it's supposed to be this clever that's that's my problem with this. It's trying to be clever and it's just so dumb at every at every chance they have to be stupid they they grab that opportunity and they just put the dumbest one-liner are we going to australia it's so i'm like what what is that what are these one-liners it's so bizarre
0: are you sure it's just that Sean Connery? Just that—that that wasn't in the script. It was just that him. That might
1: have just been him wandering around. Still. You're right.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Should we be rolling? Yeah, just go with it. Just,
1: just What's this going. woman doing here? I'll slap the taste out of her mouth if she comes near me. It's like uh, Sean. Uh, Sean, we're, we're rolling. And uh, uh, you know,
0: I know.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: I didn't stutter. <laughs> Oh. oh,
3: I love it though. That's
2: <laughs> eighty takes <laughs> and that was the <laughs> best
3: one. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Just every once in a while, piping up and going, I I don't have a problem with that.
0: Everything is perfect. <laughs> She's Give like the do dog
1: it. in the in the kitchen that's on fire saying, "This is fine." This <laughs> is fine.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah, like, yep. Like when we were watching, because me, me me and Ellie watched it last night, and I was sitting there, and I'm like. Well, this isn't as bad as I remember it, because I was like, some of of the CG, like, it was like when they were traveling through London, I'm like, this looks okay. This doesn't look awful. And then when they were chasing hide around, I'm like, oh, it's a practical effect. It it aged better. And then there's stuff that just happens every now and then. I'm like, never mind. Never mind. (laughs) (laughs) I take it back. I take it all back. Why am I here? What is going on? So... Right, I will give them credit. At least when they had the invisible man around, at least that looked kind of cool, but I mean I am the, the talking
1: CGI uh, of the invisible man. I think I think they did, that was their best digital effect by yeah. far.
0: Yeah. I and I'm saying that as in when he had the makeup on, not just when he, they were standing around with no one there
2: because that might have mean also... the makeup
1: when his invisible stubble would come through the makeup so he could look rugged with a five o'clock shadow somehow. exactly <laughs> I,
0: I i'd love though when you could see through the back of his head into yeah, the... cool. but there is one thing I wonder he took a drink at one point you could see the liquid going yes. through him yes how does that work because that that implies that you would also see like other things going <laughs> on inside of him exactly it, it like, nostalgic in his bladder.
2: yeah he was like he was like, What do you see? The other stuff he swallowed? I don't I'm glad that camera didn't pan down any further.
0: <laughs> <laughs> like I I just imagine like a like like a log of shit just floating by then. No. And him being like, I gotta like it's just it you are implying stuff. Like you could have just had to where he took the drink and it just vanished. Like it should have. If I'm correct. I don't know how invisibility works in this world. And apparently they don't either. So uh,
1: actually, Zenger, if you read the source material, it talks about the body enzymes absorbing the liquid <laughs> and uh, making it then part of the body, which would transfer the invisibility to it. I have no idea. I'm just, oh, I was like, that's you know, a, that's I'm legitimately in- good in- writing. No, there is no logic to this movie. I'm just <laughs> I'm, I'm interneting this thing.
0: Good, awesome, because I was <laughs> like, wow. I really want to read this book now because that's at least a better explanation than the movie non-explaining everything. Everything. I once again. the The, the Nautilus was cool. I, I I did like the the stuff with Ellie. Ellie, you got to talk. You can't just nod over there. <laughs> To what I'm saying, you gotta speak up. And make. I
3: am building Legos and Christmas shopping at the same time.
0: You've ruined the mythos. Okay, so everyone's now assuming you were doing your Christmas shopping on the night before Christmas and all through the house. Oh. Ellie was doing shopping right. while Sorry. Phil Rude was right. hanging the the stockings from the chimney with Klee. Actually,
1: Christmas shopping online uh, was exactly how I spent watching this movie. <laughs> <laughs> This podcast has as much of Ellie's
0: attention as this movie had
1: of
3: mine. It was.
0: It is. Well, well, also, the other thing is Ellie's full attention on this is it's a good movie. I don't know why you guys are going to make an episode about how bad it is. <laughs> I'm going to go do internet shopping now well, and build a Lego.
3: Once again, my husband. Yes, you can say point, that now. I legally. will point out to you. That I never said it was a good movie. I said I like crappy movies so
0: So you're saying you love the practical effects with Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde?
3: No, I just love Sean Connery, and it just was funny to watch him just prance around and say dumb lines. It was entertaining
0: to once me. again, I don't think they gave him a script. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know if, if, if Alan Quartermain is a rampant, like, sexist, but, I mean, <laughs> whew, that's how he came off in the movie. Like, it's one of those things to where years later you watch certain movies and you're like, ugh. He's just old James Bonding.
3: It, is what I, you're saying. That,
0: yeah, he, he, you know what, why didn't they just have him be old James Bond that somehow existed <gasps> 10, I mean, 100 talk years? That's what
3: about. What would be your League of Extraordinary Gentlemen?
0: If we made it today with literary yeah, characters? Yeah, like if
3: you could pick hmm. your own group. Let's talk about that.
0: So you just want us to stop talking about this movie and everything awful with it and go into... Books and stuff that exist now that we could make a league
1: out of. I'm just of. saying
3: it would be an interesting question to talk about. I well, bet
0: we could build a better movie
1: uh, <laughs> uh, as, a, as a group effort right here.
0: Okay, so um, you have put forth um, Bond, James Bond, from the um,
3: yeah, Fleming I'm, I'm, novels. Yeah, I'm keeping Sean Connery in this. In the form of Bond, yes.
1: As an old Bond, build this all out of different Sean Connery characters. Like.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Sean Connery from The Rock. Oh yeah,
3: I was gonna say we have to have him from The Rock then. Simon so
2: Forrester.
0: So uh, wait, Dragon wait. Hard. Yeah, I, thank you, Phil. I was about to say. So you are <laughs> implying that we can have Dragon Sean Connery?
2: Absolutely. Oh, man, this is a perfect movie. And and don't forget, Dragon Con's Sean Connery will be ridden by golfer Sean Connery going, You're the man now, dog.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And whatever his character was in the Avengers, the other Avengers, not the one everyone is uh, thinking of right now.
1: The British Avengers.
0: Yes. Which, wasn't he the villain in that or something? I think so. And wasn't he... Taking like some woman under his wing, they basically like beat and abused the whole time, too.
3: Sounds about oh, right. Oh, no, that was his
0: I think you're just
2: saying you're Sean Connery.
3: You're
0: <laughs> <not> Sean Connery. <laughs> I'm, okay, sorry. I'm once again confusing Sean Connery with his character in every movie. You're uh, not Sean, thinking of Connery. Sean
2: Connery. You're
0: saying you're Sean Connery. <laughs> uh, we, we, we are doing this from a place of love, I hope. So. <sighs> um. I'm trying to think of other Sean Connery roles now. It's not like uh, I don't you have uh,
1: Highlander. Uh, you have uh, oh man, he's the Spaniard in uh, he's the Scottish Spaniard with uh, a <laughs> with an Asian sword in um, in Highlander.
0: Oh, you you can have him from that one movie where he wore like that really weird um, oh Borat. Zardos. Yeah, he's the villain. <laughs> he's the Sean Connery. The other ones have to fight, right? That's how that works. I've never seen Zardas. I just know that that like. Thing exist, or is that, is the that, movie that called mean, Zardos, yeah. or is he named Zardos? I'm very confused. <laughs> I just love the dead <laughs> silence after everything. I, 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 I also
1: have never seen the movie. I just see, you know, that picture gets passed around way too often for my comfort level.
0: <laughs> oh, it's it, it is a um, it's I think it's the sci-fi pack for Cards Against Humanity. It is one of the oh, cards. Nice. like it's just a picture. No context, oh, perfect. no nothing. You just put that picture down. <laughs> no context, no. yeah. No, it, I didn't even realize it was Sean Connery at first until later. I was like, "Oh my god, this is this is amazing." Um, do we do we know like no shit? Do, does everyone have a
1: favorite Sean Connery role, or are is anybody like, oh no, I hate Sean Connery and everything he does? Like, um, for, uh, me, Ma- for me, it's Hunt for Hunt for Red October. I think is is his best acting role. Um. Where he's just,
0: I I think he's brilliant in that movie. He kind of makes that movie. Um, Ellie, you got one.
3: Everything.
0: Oh, actually, this is a fun moment to mention this, since um, you're such a fan of James Bond. Ellie, can you reveal what your original Xbox <laughs> Live
3: oh, no. um
0: email address okay. was?
3: Okay. Well, actually, I have two. See, you're forgetting. I think I told you this story, too.
0: Okay, hold on. I'm going to put a pin in that real quick, because I just want to say this. Years ago, when we actually played Xbox, this was the 360. Ellie's like, there's something wrong. I can't log into my account. Can you see if you can fix it for me? And I went, sure. And then it popped up the email address that her Xbox was linked under. Yes. Ellie, continue the story now.
3: Oh, well, that one was sexy bond chick. (laughs) But...
0: (laughs) Uh, no, no, no! You missed. There was a number related to that number. I thought it was sixty-nine afterwards. Or am I just a ima- no? no
3: that you are just imagining that part oh, okay. of it.
0: Uh, I mean, sounds hopeful. Would I it mean, be far fetched, though? Uh, would it be far fetched?
3: I'm just. It was. So it would have
0: been 0069.
3: Yeah, it was. <laughs> it was sexy Bond chick. But when I when I thought I was cool, and in my first year of college. I made a email account and I mixed up you know how um I can't remember which Bond movie it is cuz my memory is not as good as Eric's
0: He'll he'll remember for you.
3: Um but the um, Pussy Galore
2: Gold uh, Goldfinger.
3: Okay. So <laughs> I don't know if it was up too late the night before or what happened But I thought I'd be cool and make my email after one of the Bond chicks instead of just saying sexy Bond chick. And I put in galore pussy instead. And that was the worst mistake of my life. And I had to quickly get rid of that email address. Because
0: the inbox got full way too quick. (laughs) Oh, oh,
1: I can't imagine how
3: quick
1: the dick
0: pics <laughs> to that
3: box. so so i tamed it down and went to sexy bond chick instead thank you awesome yes,
0: yes. um uh, for
3: me i'm
1: my... looking for
0: elliot on only <laughs> <and>, um... <laughs>
1: um
0: so i guess my favorite would be i want to say last crusade
3: oh, oh good one yeah, oh, yeah I, I, I do like him in that a but
0: lot. it it plays here's the thing I like him in it because it's almost a passing the torch moment, even though him and Harrison Ford are like almost the same age. Um, it's it's the like grizzled veteran of like the Bond, you know, that Indiana Jones was kind of supposed to be the new sort of new age Bond sort of thing while technically happening before Bond.
1: Got... trotting adventurer yeah. kind of, uh,
0: yeah. Yeah, so it w- it was a nice kind of passing the torch moment sort of thing to have him in there but I appreciate that because of all his other work it's just that's my favorite one if we're going to go with that of course there's all the bond movies but I'm like those I feel like you can just say bond movies and that kind of lumps them all together unless for sure I'm some I'm sure somebody's going to say their favorite one um Berg you haven't said yours yet have you
2: Yeah no I haven't um I you know I just sort of in general like him as James Bond I know it's a very stereotypical answer but I really do like Sean Connery as James Bond um my dad grew up during the I mean it was, he was the first Bond um and he grew up during that and I remember watching those um with him as a kid when they would do like the James Bond marathon every year on TNT I think they did they made it more frequent but I remember it was always around Christmas time yeah, yeah. they would always do like a James Bond marathon and he he especially loved going I remember he really likes um uh Goldfinger and I remember watching that with him as a kid and just really really getting into it um so I, I just, I like him as James Bond. Those movies are, I mean, especially how de- every James Bond movie basically gets out, outdated because of the technology. I mean, even the Pierce Brosnan ones, which were big when I was his age uh, and growing up, uh, those are so outdated now, but they're, they're, they're all in good fun. And uh, I just have good, good memories of watching those with him uh, as a kid. And uh, yeah, I like him as Bond, but I think everyone's mentioned some great things in terms of The role itself or, um, you know, his acting ability and stuff like that. But for me personally, I like to go with the old Bond, Jamie Bond.
0: Phil, did you say yours or did I miss it? Uh, Hunt for Red October. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. I I was like, I thought you did. and I was like, I don't want to skip you by accident. Uh, I
1: saw that. I love that movie. I think that that is the one Tom Clancy movie that has held up. Uh, really well and it's just it's such a great i mean it's john mctiernan it's you know alec baldwin the most unlikely uh (laughs) tom clancy hero but
0: man he's great in it it's a it's a solid movie awesome i i have not seen red october in a long time i'm pretty sure i own it on blu-ray i know that was when i bought like years ago when i worked at gamestop and they like did like the buy to get five free or whatever right <laughs> <laughs> when they were trying to get rid of movies and then they went back to doing i don't know GameStop's weird also on that note uh quick r.i.p for a few things in our area uh the stanton mall that um berg used to go to to see terrible movies like league of extraordinary gentlemen yes. uh one of our GameStops stops in this town and the game stop that me and ellie met at is closing so um, Which
2: one is closing here? Is it the is it the one? It's the, the one that one? should close.
3: Five guys.
2: Yes, it's the, the one. one that. Bes- That's the one I like. I like that one better, but oh. the location sucked. Um, but yeah, I because I got an email the other day saying your GameStop is closing. But here's the and it's and it's and it just said two two eight oh one which is the zip code and i go oh and it says new location and they're just blank and i go this is ominous <laughs> <laughs> and because they're because they're both and we mentioned how they're both right across the street from each other so i was like i don't know which one it is so i mean that makes sense that's the one that is closing so
0: so um to to explain to phil and our dear listeners even though i'm sure i've explained this before but i love to use different analogies phil since you are from the area of florida i'm going to use golf terms it is a if you walk out of the one GameStop, it is a solid par 4 away from the other GameStop. Oh, like oh Starbucks. <laughs> it is yes, it is absolutely like Starbucks.
1: Wait, you guys met at a at a GameStop? and Ellie?
0: Yes. <laughs> yes,
1: what we Tail is as, as time. That is the most surprising not surprising thing I
3: think. <laughs> I was his boss.
1: I know she was. Oh, wow. We got a sexual harassment case right right here.
0: (laughs) Yes, it was. Why do you Uh, think Ellie chose that email address? (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, um, the one in our hometown, well, my hometown, Ellie's unfortunate commute to work during that time, um, is also closing. So that thing's been around for ever. Well, actually not ever. It's been around since 2005. So it lasted, Eric, how many years?
2: Um, fifteen. I don't even know. Um, From two thousand five to two thousand
0: twenty. Fifteen. Uh, good. Wait. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> I can math. Um. So I and and I don't know. Have you ever been to the Woodstock Gamesburg? I feel like there's a
2: story there. If there has been, I have not. I and have I'm never, sorry I if you had... know. Uh, before I met you, I did not know Woodstock had anything that advanced. <laughs>
0: Now the most advanced <laughs> thing in Woodstock is the I think they still have a Radio Shack somehow and a Walmart. <laughs> they have their Walmart,
2: and a, and I was York, gonna say. And <laughs>
3: yeah.
0: And a Kmart area. Um so no, um overall I'm sure people want us to talk more about this movie. I think we we talked enough about it. So I don't the fact know. That
1: we're talking about local malls that uh, that <laughs> I've, I don't even know about. Uh, is is
0: I, I'm more interested in this
1: conversation than than the one about the League of Extraordinary
0: Gentlemen. I I'm not surprised. Um, the Stanton Mall closing, which is a town below, like right right below us, they're they're closing, which is astonishing because I feel a lot of people didn't. I forgot that it was still open. For the
2: past like no. three years, people people knew it was open. the The longstanding thing is that how is it open? How it is it hot been open? Walk, I mean, easily, apparently, easily for fifteen years it has been. I don't know how that place has stayed afloat, um, and I really do think it's it's shocking. It I am if you told me ten years ago that mall would be open and finally close in 2020, I would have been like, you are lying to me. There's no way that mall stays open another year, but eh, there we go.
0: Also, I want to point out that the closure of that mall, I don't think had anything to do with the pandemic.
2: No, it, it, that probably was the final blow. I think it would have, I really think if there wasn't a pandemic, they would have tried to, another group would have bought it. Not not the one that was, not the LLC that was formed specifically to buy it. That's what I, it's, I, I kind of have gathered, but I think there would have been like a some other property group would have bought it, tried to pump money into it, and then left it to rot like it's been doing. So it might have dragged it out another year or two or another decade. Who knows? But I do think the pandemic kind of was the final, like, okay, this is actually it. Like, yeah. Oh, and if,
0: if they are putting a truck stop there, the parking lot is already perfect for it because it has potholes that will swallow a car whole. Yep.
3: Well, I'd like to say that, oh my gosh, so Ulta Beauty Stores... Um,
0: Where are we going with this?
3: They have a uh,
0: Ellie. Are you doing the
3: child eyeshadow palette?
0: Uh, actually, Ellie, that you is can. So cute. No, no, it's not the child. Wait, Phil, are you caught up with Mandalorian?
3: No, but they are calling it the child. No. Probably you are or... not.
0: I am. I haven't seen
1: any of season two yet.
0: Oh, never mind. You can't say then the other thing that I'm you not, just discovered.
3: I'm, I'm not. I'm just saying. I think that's why it's called the child. So it's a spoiler-free eyeshadow oh, palette. Oh no,
1: I know it has a name. Yeah, I'm, uh, Austin talks about it all the time.
0: Oh did Oh did you have your your, your son watch this movie with you? Uh he
1: did not. No. <laughs> did, wait, wait. I, was I he sitting there? Look, he if he got, done something bad, and he needed a punishment, and <laughs> <then> he would have. <laughs> no, no, he didn't. He didn't watch this with me. No.
0: Did 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 you attempt to have him watch it, and he got up and left?
1: Uh, yeah, I, I I tried but he kept uh, Slipping out of the, the knot that I, I, no, uh, no I, I got Homer early and turned it on while He was still at work and I suffered through it by
0: myself Okay so one more thing I want to bring up with this movie That dawned on me and maybe this is like an early 2000s thing
3: In the year 2000 And
0: that's actually perfect reference Because <laughs> of um, Is it just me Or did Twentieth Century Fox have a thing with spinning newspapers telling plot devices because this (laughs) movie had it, and if I'm remembering correctly, Futurama and The Simpsons went through a big old time where like every episode had like newspaper headlines like. I mean, that's that's, that's kind of a
2: that's kind of a trope. That's just
1: yeah, that's like an old Hollywood thing.
0: Yeah. But I'm just saying and cuz I I was sitting there watching exposition this entire time from this which I think then later was even then explained by M so I'm like why do we have exposition shown and then told us painfully over again The I the the, the audible is- yawn was also for how boring <laughs> <laughs> those scenes were and just me describing them over again <laughs>
1: I think this movie is trying really hard to be like a throwback pulpy, like serial, And it just doesn't work. It's not clever enough to do it. But I think that's what all those newspapers, everything it's trying to be old timey and nostalgic and, and clever. Um, which is why I think it brought that back. And it's probably right in line with stuff like the other movies I mentioned with like Van Helsing and, uh, uh, Jeez, uh Sky Captain. the the These things that are supposed to be these throwback. Oh, look at this pulp adventure story, which is what a lot of these books are. Like King Solomon's Mind is just this adventure story. You know, it's like a, it's not high literature or anything. It's just like these these dime store novels kind of. It does um, have
0: those huge metaphors and stuff that everyone wants now. And, and it turns out that Tyler Durden wasn't really there the whole time.
1: <laughs> Tyler mm-hmm. Durden is Jack.
0: Yeah. It, okay, I will argue this He does not have a name The narrator no. is just the narrator
1: Is the narrator, right Yes,
0: because people argue all the time Like, oh, well, he refers to, you know, I'm Jack It's just, he's referring to the thing he The clipping from that book I mean, the not book, the magazine he was reading Because in the book, he uses a few different names
1: yeah, it's uh it is a different name in in the book. I can't remember what it is, but Yeah, uh, I I think he says yeah. Jack,
0: Jack but he's referred to as the narrator in the credits. Right. So I I mean I guess the the unpackaging there is the um whole is he actually named Tyler Durden? But I think he I think Marla says his real name in the book, but you don't hear it. It's just Mar he says Marla told me my real name. That was on my ID, but she said, I've never known you by that name. or I don't know, something. Anyways, we should have watched another movie. (laughs) (laughs) I think we've talked about better movies back to back. Speaking of which, um, there is a mention here of, this came out in 2003, and it has a lot of vehicle, I mean, not vehicle collapse, a lot of building collapse and, and citywide destruction, is it just me, or is that kind of shocking to see that? that when you
2: thought about it, like later, of like I, that was
0: like two years after. Oh wow! Yeah,
2: I I, uh, I thought about that after after I watched the the review or the kind of condensed thing of it yesterday because that one, like especially during the car chase, when like his car goes in and then, like the the Zevelins drop all the bombs on it and it, like goes down, I was like, I even kind of thought, I'm like, that's kind of nine eleven. And then I was like, this was like a, like not even two years after. Holy hills. crap! Like I was like that is pretty like I feel like it was at least a solid five years before they were really kind of getting that back into in the movies but I apparently not apparently it was much sooner than that
0: yeah apparently this this movie not only script scripted amazingly also tactfully handled um I I don't, I don't know it was just one of those things I was watching it and I realized when this came out I'm like oh I mean that that's also 2020 vision of looking back from the year 2020 to Everything else, so I don't know. It's just I, I weird. Will,
1: I will give it props for uh, uh another side effect of nine eleven was Islamophobia and xenophobia, and this had a main character who was Indian and yep. had you know his head uh, wrap and and was displayed as a heroic character too. So uh, some yeah, might say shocking to see the building destruction, but also kind of you know in the face of a lot of American ugliness, saying. Hey, uh, you know, what's the last Indian hero that we saw in a mainstream uh, blockbuster movie? It's yeah, it's, it's, it
0: still doesn't happen very often. Some might say the best all, the, 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 character in this movie, later. too. I, I, I'm, I'm so like, I'm sorry. Just anytime Nemo was on screen, I was like, oh, good, I'm gonna be entertained. <laughs> so, yeah, I so so yeah so overall. I feel like like this movie is a product of its time to an extent. Also, Phil has convinced me to maybe try to find the graphic novel that this is based on since it sounds like I'll have a better time with that. Um, as for me going back and reading any of the books that any of these are based on, um, I'm still working my way through the entire works. So of Sherlock Holmes, which is narrated by Stephen Fry, which you can find on Audible. Uh, Use our link, uh, audibletrial.com You can get that yourself It's like 50 hours worth of audiobook So <sighs> I'm nowhere close to done with it um, But uh, like Something like The Picture of Dorian Gray I'm never going to I have no interest never in going back to that Ellie, which one of these books would you like to read if you were forced Actually there, how about we end this with this If you were forced to read one of the books that these characters are based on Which one would it be and why?
3: Hmm Come back to me
2: Berg. You know, I've never read Twenty Thousand Leagues Into the Sea, and I and Captain Nemo was probably my favorite character. So yeah, you know what? I would totally uh I totally dig that I totally dig a read of that.
0: Uh Phil. Uh
1: I have never read Dracula.
0: And that has been on my list for a while, so I would probably give that one a read. Uh also that's another one you can pick up on Audible.com slash uh Trial slash thingness, and that one is uh, that one is one I've listened to, and it has um, what's his name, Nigel Thornberry in it. Cool. Uh, what? No, no. What? What's his? Uh, Berg, help me. Not not Nigel Thornberry.
2: The actor. Uh, wait, does, it, does wait does Gary Oldman do his voice? No, no, no. no Gary Oldman is it? I don't know. I. I, I Wild Thornberries was like after my time and I know that someone does his voice but I was like I don't uh, know.
0: now I gotta look this up. She Ellie who who voice. would you I'll, I'll get back to you on that Phil um, Ellie
3: um.
2: it's Tim Curry Tim Curry yes
0: thank you yes Tim Tim Curry's oh cool in 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 the audiobook not a lot but he's in there. So if you want to do the audiobook it would be very really cool. Also side note this is something I did not realize before reading or audio booking it. Um, the entire Dracula book is done through like letters and like newspaper clippings and stuff. So it's really weird, but it's a very interesting way to tell a story. So I wasn't expecting that when I went into it. So, oh, and journal entries too. Just something I didn't know. It was very cool though.
1: So it's like the Martian.
0: Yes, Yes, actually, yes. And thank you for mentioning. Great book, great movie. Great recommendation, Phil. You, you you have always steered me in the right direction, which is why I should get Leave Extraordinary Gentlemen, Ellie, since you're shopping, maybe put that on my list. Ellie, which book would you read? I'm,
3: I'm going to go with uh, Dr. Jekyll.
0: Doc, 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 Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde?
3: Yeah. Oh, that's uh, a good one.
0: Is, is it because you're married to me now and you want to understand my psychology more?
3: Yes, yes, of course. That's it.
0: Oh, I'm a doctor now. Um
1: and why you turn into a giant hulking monster uh every every other week?
3: Yes. That is actually true.
0: <laughs> I go
1: through so many pants.
0: Um I I'm going to go with Berg and say 20,000 leagues under the sea. It's always been one I wanted to check out but just never had like the like push to, so I guess that one. And That's a I,
1: really good one too and I I uh I can say what you what helps with that book is to keep in mind when it was written. Um, and it's super impressive how ahead of his time Jules Verne was. Cool. 20,000 Leagues is its
0: really a cool, cool book. Cool. Also, probably available on audible.com. I'm sure. Sla- Audibletrial.com slash thingness. God, this is just a oh plug. Oh my for that.
3: gosh, stop. Plug,
0: plug, plug. Um.
3: <laughs> so
0: on that note I, I, I am done with this I think we can let everyone get back to their holiday festivities if you're listening to this on the day uh, Merry Christmas Eve and Merry Christmas Happy Holidays to everyone and everything uh, and I guess this we, we aired our grievances on this movie and apparently some other stuff so this was this, this was a fun episode I knew when we got Phil on it would probably not be us discussing this the whole time because I want to keep the man Sandy for when we have to pull him back on again <laughs>
1: Uh, Well, not a fun movie, but uh, always fun recording with you guys. Awesome. Phil, where can people find more from you? Uh, You can find me at philroo.com, and there you can get links to all my social media, including my Instagram, where I am posting sketches about this movie as we speak. Um, You can also find links to all of my podcast episodes that I do with my son, Austin, it's called The Picture Show with Austin and Phil Rude, And uh, one of our very early episodes was about V for Vendetta. And Austin and I talk a little bit about Alan Moore and why he hates his
0: adapted works. I, I think Alan Moore is the modern day Frankenstein. He hates his creation. He, <laughs> he, he doesn't hate his creation. He hates
1: what other people do to his creations. But yes. Also,
0: um, why didn't we get Frankenstein?
1: I guess that would have been uh, pri- prior to this. Because mm-hmm. he was under contract for the Van Helsing movie. Right. Ugh. Um, yeah, That's the proper response. I
3: think. Wow. Berg,
2: where can people find more from you? You can find me at Eric Berg and at Backlog Berg and not watching this movie again until we discuss it <laughs> in 17 and a half more years
0: and you still wouldn't have watched it probably
2: and I still won't watch it I'll still have to go watch the Nostalgia Critic from two years ago I saw uh, this, was this movie 35 years ago, years ago. <laughs> I still don't remember anything and I still hate
0: it alright um, and of course you can find Zygnus uh, anywhere you find great podcasts and great content so you can find us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram um, if we ever update our Instagram Ellie how's that building going on that Lego you started
3: Oh, I switched to shopping.
0: I'm glad we <laughs> held your focus this entire episode. <laughs> Anyways, from, um, from Galore Pussy, um, this is Zingness saying, have a happy holidays. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, this episode's you. rated R.
0: <laughs> Wait, is that a pirate reference to...
3: <laughs> R.
0: Thank you. Oh, that makes me think
3: of Josh <laughs> Wheaton.
0: Listening to a fourth hand joint.